0: This is Dr. Anita with another diamond moment. Diamonds are produced by time, heat, and pressure. The cut, clarity, and size of the diamond will determine its use. The use of the stone adds to its value. What pressure have you been under? What's the cut of your personality? Do you have a clear perspective of who you are? And does that perspective line up with where you want to go? How you use your gift determines its worth. And if you're a diamond, it's time to redefine the process of your previous steps. A little while back, we did an episode entitled Balance Responsibility Codependence and manipulation. I wanted to go back to that area of becoming, remembering that becoming is a process and that process has stages. I wanted us to talk for a moment and again reevaluate our lives. The only thing that we have the power to change is our own lives, our own thoughts, our thinking, our actions. And we have to be responsible for doing that. We said before that there are some things in our lives that no one else can do for us. We must do it for ourselves. So this time, as we're looking at areas of codependence, remember we define those as being doing for someone what they can do for themselves. We, we looked at whether or not we're responsible to do that. And we said, you know, if it's something that you enjoy doing, if you if you're, um, have a significant other and you enjoy helping them in that way, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about and what we're going to be dealing with for a while is overcoming generational curses. Well, what do you mean by that, Dr. Anita? We're going to look at how our belief system was formed in light of others, in light of maybe what's been going on and taking place in our families for generations. I wanted to share something with you. I was reading a book by uh, Jeremiah Cummings. Uh, got a chance to meet and fellowship with him for a while when I was living in Texas, and he was one of the singers in the very popular uh, R&B group Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes. Uh, if you know anything about me, you know that I am a a lover of music. Um, we, my son and I, have two radio stations, AM Media online.com and there we have and spotlight uh, independent artists. Uh, We also spotlight gospel artists on Joy Comes Gospel. So I am and have always been a lover of music. You can determine by some of the things that I share with you. I also love truth. I I love the Wisdom that brings about understanding through truth. I was, as I was reading uh, Jeremiah's book, I I thought about some of the music that Harold Melvin and the Blue Notes put out, and there's one particular song that even when it first came out was really, really, it was it was different. Um, it was eye-opening and awakening. And I wanted to read the lyrics from the song. So the song, um, again, was by Harold Melvin and the Blue, Lo- Blue Notes. Uh, and I believe this is a composition that that they wrote. But I want to read the words to you. The name of the song is To Be Free to Be Who We Are. And the words say. This song deals with freedom as it's supposed to be. Just one, just a minute of your time to listen to one thing that I have to say. You can be anything and everything you want to be. You can see anything and everything you want to see. You can go anywhere and everywhere you want to go. You can know anything and everything you want to know. But it all depends on you. Yes, it does. Anything you want to do, because a long time ago, God made us to be. He made us one by one, yeah. Anything we want to be. He said, to be free, to be who you are. Well, to be free to be who we are, to be free, to be who we are. It's a blessing to us all sent down from the almighty. You can do anything and everything you want to do. You can prove anything and everything you want to prove. You can try anything and everything you want to try. You can buy anything and everything you want to buy, but it all depends on you. Yes, it does. Anything you feel like you might want to do, because a long time ago, God made us to be. He made us one by one, anything we want to be. He said, my children, to be free to be who you are, you can do it. To be free to be who you are. Yes, it is. To be free to be who you are. A blessing to us all. It was sent down from the almighty, almighty, mighty. But it all depends on you. Anything in your mind that you feel like you might want to do, it's all right. Because God made us to be he made us one by one, anything we want to be. He said, my children, to be free, to be who we are. To be free, to be who we are. He said it. He said it. Yeah, to be free, to be who we are. It's a blessing to us all, sent down from the Almighty. It's a blessing, a blessing, anything you want Anything you feel like you might want to do, yes, you can. You can do it to be free to be who we are. It was a wonderful song. I still love that song. And as I read the book and thought about that time period and what things were like and where I was in my own life, I've talked to you guys about my own personal uh, story and what happened in my life and how difficult things got. And as I have moved forward in my own journey, there's been relationships that I've had to rethink. I've had to look at them again in terms of what I was taught and whether or not it lined up and allowed me to be free to be who I was or whether I was operating out of someone else's idea of who I was supposed to be. Remember that becoming has a process. That process has stages. And there are a number of changes that take place within that process. We can't expect anybody to do everything for us. And so as we look at overcoming generational curses, I want us to think again to challenge the Concepts in our mind to challenge what the way that we've thought because we can locate some of the issues that stop us from reaching our goals as we look at that. Generational curses what does that mean, Dr. Anita? Generational curses are things that just look like they just appeared within your family line or and they just get passed down. There's an old story, a funny story, about uh, an Easter ham. And the young wife got married, uh, and she and her new husband were preparing their first Easter meal together. They bought a ham, decided they were going to have a ham. And upon opening the ham and putting it in the pan, the wife just began to cut off the end of the pan, the ham. And she's cutting off the, the uh, ham. And her husband looks at her and said, why are you doing that? What are you cutting off the ham for? What's that about? She said, hmm, let me think about it. I don't really know. But when I grew up, my mom always cut off the end of the ham. And he said, well, why don't you call her and find out why she does that? So she said, you know what? I think I will. I'll call my mother. So she calls her mother. She says, Mom, you know, I was getting ready to make our first uh, Easter dinner. And uh, Bob asked me why I was cutting off the end of the ham. And it's like, and when I thought back about it, I said, you know, I don't really know why I do that. And then I realized I do it because I saw you do it. And so I was calling to find out why you always cut off the end of the ham. Mother thought for a second. She said, you know what? I don't really know why. I saw your grandmother do it. So that's what I did. She said, you know what I think I'm going to do? I'm going to call your grandmother and find out why she always cut off the end of the ham. So she calls her mom. She said, mom, I was talking to Betty She and Bob were getting ready to prepare their first Easter dinner together. And she was cutting off the end of the ham. And then Bob asked her, why are you cutting off the end of the ham? She said, I don't know. I always saw my mother do it. So so Betty called me and asked me the same question. Why, Mom, did you always cut off the end of the ham? And I said, I don't know why. I always did that I saw you do it and so I always did it she said mom why did you always cut off the end of the ham and her mother said I don't know why Betty's cutting off the end of her ham I don't know why you cut off the end of your ham I cut off the end of the ham because my pan was too short. That story is to illustrate that sometimes we move forward just because we saw someone else do it. Sometimes we move forward because we were taught to do something that has nothing to do with our lives today. And until we challenge those limiting beliefs, until we challenge the things that we're doing that are no longer relevant in the time that we live in, We can never move forward. We can never be free to be who we are. We can never be free to accomplish what we were put here to accomplish. Because we've always done it in one way. Because we have moved forward with what we saw and never ever ask why. So we're going to be taking some time in this series of Becoming to look at the reasons that we do what we do, to look at how maybe our behavior has been assigned to us. Maybe we're operating out of someone else's thoughts on what our lives should look like. Maybe we have been moving forward in error for years, and that erroneous movement has thwarted where we want it to go. We're going to examine Becoming. Thank you for listening and join me next time as we redefine the previous steps of your process. Never forget, becoming is a process. A process has stages. One small change changes everything. So invest in yourself. Please visit my website at www.dranitamc.com. That's D R a-n-i-t-a-m-c dot com for links and additional information and please rate the podcast if you're enjoying it